Uh, before we start this episode of the Industry Horror Coffee Cast, I just want to say a couple things that I made some mistakes on, so that way I don't hear a lot of comments of, but it's actually this and that. Uh, mostly, I kept on mentioning about this documentary about The Shining, Stanley Kubrick's The Shining movie, and I kept on saying it was called Room Free One Free for some strange reason. Maybe it's one one of those Mandela effects. Anyways, the actual title is Room 237. So I just want to get that out of the way. And also, on a fact, I was talking a little bit about, I was talking a little bit about Get Out and how, how in the culture at that time, we started getting a little bit more divided. And I was even saying a lot more divided than since... I said the Red Scare, but everyone is probably wondering why did I not mention about, you know, the 1960s when I got to the Civil Rights Movement and there was segregation. The reason is I'm a little bit more terrified that we are getting to the point that it's not just, not saying simply, but, you know, black and white being separated, but all walks of life is starting to be divided on many issues and, and problems that we're having and not just in our country, but even in the world. I mean, we got divided over, you know, wearing something and then putting, injecting something into us. And, and we ended up being divided from, from there. I mean, we already had some issues, especially with, you know, the rise of some police brutality, or as everyone is saying, some police brutality, and it seems a lot of people's rights is being taken away. One side is saying, the other side is taking them, and one side, and we can't really agree on what it feels is almost nearly... Anything. The only thing that we can agree on, it feels that we're, <laughs> we're we're screwed. So that's why I said I feel more of the red scare than talking about. Of course, in the nineteen sixties, there was there was a, there was segregation, you know, between black and white, and we are kind of getting similar to the similar that way. But it's it's getting a whole lot worse than just just black and white it's all walks of life even to the point it's kind of even affecting even the elite even the elite are starting to divide amongst themselves as well or it seems that way anyways i'm rambling on um enjoy um the coming up of this industry horror coffee cast i just wanted to to get a little bit more of a few explanations in there so enjoy this episode of the industry horror coffee cast and now, for the following program. Welcome to the Industry Hall Coffin Cast. I'm your host, Nathan. And, well, you know, it's kind of interesting. I had an interesting conversation with a buddy of mine, you know, during the Trunk or Treat event. Uh, he was talking about how many times he has watched The Shining, and even to the point that there are still a lot of things in The Shining that he missed, which is interesting. 
you know, the movie The Shining that was actually more Stanley Kubrick's than actually what was based on what Stephen King wanted to tell. And Stephen King actually wasn't the biggest fan of the movie, even though a lot of people are praised as probably one of the great horror movies. But it's interesting, the symbolism and, you know, what people interpret, you know, even from horror movies. I mean, we even have the greats of Alfred Hitchcock, you have John Carpenter. I mean, those are the... And even, you know, from the old days of the, the Twilight Zone, you know, with... Rod Sterling as well. You, you know, uh, what what they depict of, of the human psyche, of what people fear of. You know, why all of a sudden, you know, in the 80s, they start doing slashers, maybe, because there were a whole lot more stories about, you know, about... Mass, not exactly mass maniacs, but people that kept on getting stabbed to death. And so, even some people, even and even some of those people, ended up, you know, even wearing masks themselves. You know, the killers ended up wearing masks themselves, and so it ends up being even more of a... Of a fear because it is actually possible that you could end up getting stabbed by this this masked slasher, and it, it's interesting, as I said, to think about a lot of the symbolism from from a lot of movies, especially when you think of in the nineteen fifties. There was a great fear of of a nuclear strike, and. Especially with Godzilla, Godzilla was supposed to be based on, on, on a nuclear strike as well. And, you know what, there was a nuclear missile strike and... So there is actually a lot of symbolism. It's not just only The Shining, but there's a lot of symbolism and interpretation based on the time... That it was either created or at the time of the inspiration of what the creators had in mind. I mean, a lot of people know that Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, Freddy Krueger, you know, with, with his, uh, with his, uh, sheer hands. And... And of course his hat and then his sweater, which everybody misinterprets the color. I even misinterpreted the color of the sweater. And you find out that actually this movie was inspired by a newspaper article. Uh, it turns out that the time that at the time there was this great epidemic. And I think it was either South America or in Latin America. Most likely South America. Turns out all these people kept on dying while they were sleeping. 
and it was a disease that ended up affecting their heart, but it was while they were sleeping, and they ended up dying. Yeah. That ended up being the inspiration. That newspaper article was the inspiration, I mean, or news article. That news article was the inspiration to end up developing into Nightmare on Elm Street. And, and many more. There are a lot of interpretations and symbolism. For example, with uh, They Live, at the time, Ronald Reagan was president. So, John Carpenter wasn't the biggest fan of Ronald Reagan. So, he ended up making what if, you know, the whole entire world turns out that there is a specific few group that is among us. We have... No idea that they turn out to be, to be these different creatures, and they are out of touch. Mostly, they are in control of the news. That it is the power of the elite, and and once it turns out that they're trying to give us these signals, these subliminal messages, and it turns out that. They just want us to be kept on being trapped, which later on is speaking of, you know, the Matrix. The Matrix was based on a fear of what if you found out that your whole entire life was just nothing but illusion, you know, and I mean, it's not exactly a horror movie, but. But that's horrifying to find out, by the way, spoilers, but turns out all your life, you were in a tank. You were in a tank, and none of that was real. I mean, there are a lot of movies that have symbolism. It's not just The Shining. All movies have symbolism. They have a specific reason why. There's a reason why you can kind of tell behind that this story needed to be told from some of these directors. The, the urge and need to have this become a reality through visual storytelling. And, and many more. There are a lot... These are just from the top of my head. There are a lot. And of course. As I said there are a lot more horror movies. That have specific. They don't really. Have a message. But you can tell the inspiration. From the from the creator. From, from the director. And writers of why they why they made it. Of course, if you watch the any asylum movies, just look at the title and realize what. And then you just have a quick IMDb search. Why was this movie made? So that way they could kind of cash grab and have people mixed up thinking that's the movie that they're watching instead of. The actual movie that they wanted to watch. That's the Asylum in a nutshell. Uh, 
I wanted Transformers, not Transmorphers. Hmm. Especially with Get Out, because around that time, culturally, uh, you know, America was starting to get really divided a lot more than it has in its history. I believe, well, since, not exactly, I think we were really divided around the 1950s, you know, because of the rise of the, you know, the Red Scare. And, but, otherwise, when it came to, and also, so Jordan Peele just felt that he had to tell that story of, which, as I said before, I think it was more of, you know, based on, you know, every, whenever, every, every guy, you know, eventually meets that person. Or in this case, it would be meet that special lady. What is the one thing that guys get really nervous about as soon as they meet a lady? Meeting the parents. So basically, this is me meeting the parents or... or guess who's coming to dinner, but with a twist of what if everything... That is horrifying that you thought the parents were going to do to you. They ended up doing to you anyway. What if it did come to fruition? All your negative thoughts that you had. And it came to fruition. And also of kind of the culture... Of the fear of... I, f I do believe... I might be misinterpreting, but... But the fear of having white culture... Interfering with the black culture... To the point of... I don't know, but... But it kind of felt that way, especially when you found out... You know, one of the twists in Get Out. I'm not going to say what the twist is. You just have to watch the movie yourself. Or watch some clips to get to the spoiler territory of the movie. Whatever you prefer. But it's interesting with the horror genre. Because everybody goes like... Another person dies. Oh, oh, they get terrified. Oh, a jump scare. But the horror genre is actually a whole lot more than that. And I really have come to the appreciation of the history of of horror movies. And I'm looking forward to watching a little bit more of the old horror movies and get the comparison. It's interesting what is made at that time. But it's a lot more interesting of finding out what made the creator want to make that in the first place. Why did they want to share their fear... To the public. And sometimes it's... You know... In, in general... The, the human instinct in a way. When you think about it. I mean, there's a reason why Twilight Zone is still popular to this day. 
because it has some human characteristics in a lot of the stories that are being told. A lot of us have fear of death. A lot of us have fear of, you know, ending up wasting time. Having the fear of we have no idea why we're here. We're not, we're unsure. The fear of what if somehow there was a species that was a lot more intelligent than we were. What would be the decisions that you would have decided if you were in those shoes? And also the basic uh, human instinct that is known as fight or flight. Would you have tried to fight the master murderer? Or would you have fleed? Or would you have done a third option if that was even possible? All this comes down to is... What do we fear? I do apologize if I have elongated. I just wanted to try, you know, just randomly off at the top of my head, you know, discussing because it actually had my intro, had my curiosity at peak when I was having this conversation with a buddy, mentioning about you know the shining and mentioning about all the hidden. The hidden messages and I mean only watched the shining one time. He's watched it what probably about forty eight times, maybe hundreds of times. And he finds a hidden meaning of something else. It's just crazy that you can watch a movie hundreds of times and find something new. For example, I ended up finding out, you know, just from a random Instagram post that apparently the pose of the character in the picture uh, at the end of the Shining movie is actually what some of, there are some portrayals and symbolism of that you know, that's the pose of what, you know, the devil poses as, which I thought that was an interesting choice, interesting fact to point out. Um, I'm just based on a sitting position of all things, like little details of that. I'll probably have to double check to make sure if that's true or not, but but it's very interesting of how all the details, I mean, especially with Stanley Kubrick, Stanley Kubrick made sure to have everything in detail of, you know, what he wanted to put in The Shining.
it's just, as I said, it's just crazy to think about all, you know, the symbolism in a lot of horror movies. Or it could be that it ends up being that we end up putting a lot more thought and thinking that there's a whole lot more meaning behind of what is being shown to us. And it also shows that I really underestimated the horror genre. And hopefully the horror genre ends up taking the next step. What is that next step? Well, I kind of have a feeling and at the same time I don't know. But I'm looking forward if someone finds a way. Maybe it will be as simple as, you know, showing the fear, you know, the general fear in for humans. For example, everyone has a fear of heights. There's this uh, one movie literally called Fall. And it's about this person just simply climbing up this really, really tall place. And you're worried that they're going to fall. Simple concept. But they found a way, cinematography-wise, to keep it on edge. I mean, as what I've seen from the trailers. I mean, I've seen from one of the trailers, that is. So it should be interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing... And I just want to thank that buddy of mine. Thank you for giving me something to actually uh, talk about, because... Yeah, you, you kind of forget about that. There's a whole lot more than just simply, look, that scares you. When it comes to movies, stories, in general. Movie stories, television series, miniseries, and so on. But if I have to say something, I don't recommend people... Check out that documentary on The Shining. What was it? Room Free, One Free or something. I think that's what it was called. I don't recommend people to check that out. First watch The Shining. And then watch that to... You know, see... Like, for example, The Maze reminds you of the Minotaur. You know, the Minotaur's Maze. Or that the boy that is falling from the elevator represents... Well, I'm not going to say every detail. You just got to check out the Shine movie for yourself. So thank you all for listening to me just rambling on and and on. Uh, as I'm Nathan for the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. As we close the lid on this episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. Before I wrap this episode up of the Industry Horror Coffee Cast, I just really do appreciate all the Industry Horror hearers and casual listeners out there. We have now about over 1,200 plays on the Industry Horror Coffee Cast, and that's crazy, and I really do appreciate all of you. And also, I do realize that I made some mistakes, uh, you know, talking-wise. I just wanted to 
talk from on top of my head to see how many uh, interesting facts, you know, that I could say. Kind of almost, not exactly a game, but just one, you know, testing memory to see all the information that I've attained and I can say without a script in front, but just from the top of my head. I do realize, yes, I kept on saying nuclear missiles when it came to Godzilla. Everybody know a lot of pe- majority of people know that Godzilla is basically an allegory about the atomic bomb and also a little bit of radiation, I do believe, as well. And, yeah, I thought it was interesting to to talk about, you know, just talk about and the inspiration, you know, just talking to someone and then you come up with a topic. And the fact of, yeah, horror genre definitely should not be underestimated. It's a lot more interesting genre than, as I said before, it's it's a whole lot more. And it's just like, ah, oh my gosh, what's that? And so on. Oh, please, no! Yeah, so I just want to say thank you all for listening. I really do appreciate it. Uh, the upcoming episodes for the Industry Horror Coffee Cast. If you have any uh, horror movie suggestions or interesting guests that you somehow know about or think, hey, I think you should try to contact this person. I think they would definitely give you an interesting interview. And make your episode. Well, all I can think of is interesting for the time being. And yeah, and you can contact industry at gmail.com. You can also contact my Instagram, it's industry horrorcoffincast. And of course, this episode is brought to you by and of course, this episode of the Industry Horror Coffee Cast is brought to you by Industry Horror. Industry Horror employs autistic adults both at the store and at the warehouse in the trades of silkscreen printing, stickers, banners, and more. No matter how large or how small your business, and no matter how large an event or as small of a gathering, we'll be happy to help out with your silkscreen printing needs. You can, if you are interested, you can contact IndustryHorror at gmail.com or IndustryHorror.com. We also have some social media pages, such as Instagram. You can contact IndustryHorror on Instagram and also on Facebook as well. And if you want to shop to help continue keep employment for, for autistic adults and people on the spectrum, shop IndustryHorror.com. Or if you just so happen to be around the Ventura County area, stop by the store off of 518 East Main Street in downtown Ventura, near the Buffalo Exchange store, just right across the street from the Centra 10 Theater. So the upcoming episodes, I will be doing Terrifier, and hopefully at some point I will finally, finally get to interview this horror author 
I know it has been delayed, but hey, if I found a way to to get an interview with the filmmaker, I'll find a way to get an interview with that horror author. It's just sometimes life happens, you know? And, yeah, and also, I'll be putting up a post of which would you prefer me to just review... Well, I'm going to be reviewing the Halloween movie when it gets near Halloween, the original Halloween movie. But I'll be having posted up of, would you want me to review, have like a whole entire month of reviewing Halloween movies? And what I mean is like maybe a suggestion for maybe for next year around October, I review the rest of the Halloween movies, including the new Halloween ends. Or not. Or if you just somehow want to see. Hey. I want. Since. We are close to Halloween already. Why not you just do both. You review the original Halloween movie. But you also review all the Halloween movies. All at once. And it leads up to the new Halloween movie. I mean. You know. The original Halloween movie. And do a review on that. So, I'll be making a post on that on Instagram to see, you know, which way people want. And if people want the second option, boy, I have a lot of watching to do. (laughs) Alright, thank you all for listening to this episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. Telling all of you to have a horrid night.